another movie night. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Scott. And I'm Joe. And we're just another movie night and today's before and after reviews. Where we go see a brand new movie in the theater and we share our before and after thoughts. Uh, we are, I think we skipped a week because we've been knocked down by the dreaded flu. It's been kicking our ass for about (laughs) over a week now. Uh, so if you hear anything in our voices or, uh, we're off or we clear our throats a little too much, that's what it is. We're, (laughs) we've got the, we got the flu good. Yeah. We're doing the best we can. So bear with us. We're just coming back to normal. Uh. I think we're almost there. Almost. Hopefully. Well, whatever normal is. Yeah, we've missed a couple episodes, which is uh, the first for us. I think we uh, had one every week. That's how knocked out we were. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's a big one today. This is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Woohoo! Which uh, we're both super psyched for. So stoked. Oh, uh, my God, so stoked. Yeah, I, I, we, I think we both can say, I, or I can speak for both of us when I say that we love part one and two in the marvel movies we think it's one of the best oh i'm obsessed with guardians i know a lot of people might disagree and they complain about the humor that being a little too intense sometimes and i understand that but there's something about these characters that are just very very loving Mm -hmm. and that's why i think tonight's gonna be even more of a hard one because it's probably going to be the last so uh, we're, what we've been trying to do recently is do our uh, best case scenario, worst case scenario. What, what do you think your best case scenario is here Okay, well, on the movie overall? My best case scenario is I'm probably going to walk out of there with at least a seven. Okay. Um, also, best case scenario would be that none of the Guardians perish, oh. but we know that that's not going to happen. Um, I have my theories on which ones we're going to lose, and it makes me extremely sad. Um, best case scenario is that they they all make it out, but they won't. So yeah, for me, best case scenario is again, like you said, score wise, uh, I want to come out around the area that uh, this is the best case scenario. So I want to come out around the area of where I feel the other two lie, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good eight. Yes, a uh, strong movie, very mm-hmm. funny, very touching, a great overall arc of emotion. Which I think we're going to get here with a goodbye. Yeah. Um, I think they knocked it out of the park with Yondu in the last movie. And I'm hoping for more of that again. Uh, I know that the... Probably the weakest aspect of... Especially one is the villain. And I'm hoping that in best case scenario that the villains... And I think there's two and I don't know how they're going to do this. Uh, we got Adam Warlock in High Evolutionary, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do it, but the best case scenario is they're actually well-developed characters. That is what I want. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, yeah. So that's best case scenario. What's worst case scenarios here? Worst case scenario is we lose half the Guardians, which I, I don't think I can handle that. I, I don't think I will be ever, ever be right. <laughs> But um, uh, also worst case scenario is that it's too 
like chock full of humor. Although this time I don't think they're going to do that because I think this is because it's the last one. They're probably going to play it serious, more serious. Although Star-Lord can't be serious and Mantis and Drax and their cute little banter and stuff. They, they are just, you know, naturally funny. So I, I, I think the worst case scenario is that it's too humorous. But, um, otherwise I, I think it's, I, I don't know. I, I haven't, I don't know what else to say. Like, I, I don't want it to be too humorous, but I also don't want it to be lacking humor either. Yeah, it's a, it's an odd one, right? Because uh, I think James Gunn's problem with writing is that he gets a little too caught up in the joke. Yeah. And where I've always defended the Guardians movies is that the humor comes from, they're a bunch of jerks that don't know how to deal with emotion. Mm-hmm. And they only know how to deal with it through sarcasm and 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 humor. And I've I've always appreciated that with these characters, especially watching them grow. Uh, but I do know after watching uh, his Peacemaker TV show and seeing his Suicide Squad movie, and also watching the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which I did enjoy. Oh my god, I loved it! Um, so cute. I felt like they felt almost out of the universe mm-hmm. you know uh, uh that movie and especially the uh, holiday special felt a little too out of the universe from the guardians but there was uh you know there is uh, a good <laughs> Fred turn your ringer off pal I guess so uh but there is a good um uh you know like there's a good use of emotion but it does go too heavily into jokes. And I think that Peacemaker does that same thing. But he does nail emotional stuff well. Mm-hmm. And Guardians in particular, I feel like are his... He must hold them really dear to himself. And uh, I'm glad he's back and he was brought back to Marvel to do this. And it's my worst case scenario is that it's too silly. That it's okay. going too far into that. And that the villains are just there to knock out a couple scenes and that they're not the best attaching, especially since there's two, which is always a big problem for me that yeah. there's a bunch. I mean, yeah, also, I, I don't want it to borderline goofy either. Like, the villains sometimes can get goofy. I don't want that. Yeah, and I know we're going to have that introduced, like, uh, Cosmo's going to be bigger into this and stuff like that. Yeah. And these are fundamentally more goofy characters. So mm-hmm. that's kind of uh, an interesting thing that could push it in the wrong direction. But... I think that they set up some things, and I'm hoping that he used the holiday special to kind of get rid of the humor that he wanted the last of, like, mm-hmm. and got to a more serious place with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm hoping for the good music, the all that stuff. But I'm just I'm hoping for not what we saw in like Thor. The <sighs> Thor movies have become. I I'm a little afraid that. You know, James Gunn has put in motion a a universe of Marvel that's all just silly. And I think that since it was so successful, they've kind of done it too much. And I think Thor is a great example of that. And they just showed up in Thor, yeah, the Guardians. They, he didn't direct Thor. No, so. it's uh, Taika Waititi. Yeah. But I feel like... Uh, I feel like uh, now... I'm worried about going forward because the last phase of Marvel was kind of a letdown with that stuff. Yeah. And it was a little too out. It's just too silly now. 
And I kind of wanted to go back to some serious tones, you know, in some serious areas. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. That's my worst case scenario right now. I'm hoping to come out with a high score, but I'm probably going to come out with a six or seven. That's what I'm thinking. I'm hoping for a high eight. Yeah, I'm hoping for a high eight too, but I, I have a feeling that um, there's not going to be um, a lot of goofiness in this. I, I don't. I think there's going to be humor where it's needed, but there, this is also going to be a, a serious tone, a more serious tone for the Guardians because we are going to be losing someone. Oh, well, well definitely two characters in particular, mm -hmm. Rocket and Drax. I, I would, I would, I would imagine both are leaving because both have. Have, I think uh, Rocket has been shown heavily to be set up in this movie, but Drax, uh, Dave Bautista, he has specifically said that he's done. Yeah, he actually so, has come out and said that, so we know that that's the end yeah, of Drax. I'm hoping not so much for Nebula and Mantis. If we lose Mantis, I'm going to lose my shit. I, I love Mantis. I think she's such a great yeah, character, especially, especially since they just they set up that whole brother-sister yeah, exactly. thing. So I, I would be devastated, but I'm going to be devastated whether we lose anyone. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't I mean, want to lose these characters. I love these characters. Yeah. So I have, um, I have charged my harbulary batteries and I am not feeling, you know, fluish. I'm feeling ready to go. I'm feeling excited. And Regal has the super duper buckets, okay. the special edition buckets. So I'm excited about my bucket. Let's go get you a bucket. Get a bucket. Let's go. We were gone for quite a while. But no matter what happens next, the galaxy still needs its guardians. Hello, we come in peace. <laughs> come on, Drax. Seriously, dude? No, 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 no! Ow! <laughs> forget where we came from we have been running our whole lives pete i'm done running just saw guardians of the galaxy 3 and we're gonna you know it's no no spoilers of course uh but let's uh, try to do our positives negatives and then final reviews so let's start with positives uh do you want to go back and forth with some positives sure. here you want to talk about go ahead you start I'm, I'm, i just gave yeah. it off to you but all right uh <laughs> um You start. Go ahead. Start okay. Well, here. one of the positives for me was that they 
added in the humor, the really cute, sweet, adorable humor without putting too much of it in there. And uh, I thought that was a a good positive. And they also um, used each character uh, pretty well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the... um... Each character gets something to do here, mm-hmm. which I guess in some of them, you know, sometimes they're just there right? and they're doing their little bits or whatever. I think each character has an, a reason throughout the story here, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that the uh, the villain is kind of intriguing. I, I agree. I thought he was different. Yeah, he was a little interesting. He had a, um, you got what he was doing. You understand what, you know what you know the whole goal was and you got reasons why we want to beat him like yes, heavily exactly. they, they they do a really good job of establishing oh this is a this this is a piece of shit yeah <laughs> and then you know like they do a good job of that that's a i think really well established yep they, uh, more positives yeah well oh, yeah i have tons so okay that's what i'm giving to you <laughs> um well, I'm happy that I did not walk out of there sad. I thought I was going to walk out of there sad, and I didn't. And um, I'm happy about that. I'm also happy about... <laughs> Spoilers. Well, well, I mean... Yeah. Well, I, I, um, I'm happy that uh, they actually gave Quill some real human emotions. Like, he... I mean, he, he always had human emotions, but I just felt like a lot of it was, um, you know comedy driven but in this i feel like i kind of like i I kind of related to him because he had real you know he felt things that you know normal people do he wasn't just being funny quill or you know smart ass quill he had he he had emotions and you could feel it in this yeah uh yeah um uh, to add also i would say that uh uh james gunn again uh awesome color scheme Oh my like, god! Yeah, I love the way he uses colors and the uh, with direction, the colors and stuff like that. And it, it's always interesting. And I know that he writes to music, and it, it's very obvious that he writes to music. Um, and that yeah, and that sometimes the the colors and the, the way that he directs with the use of music is pretty interesting, and it grabs you instantaneously. Oh, for sure. This is another great soundtrack. Yeah. Great use of music. He knows what to do with music. He really does. He's really good like that. He's got a good ear. So, uh, yeah. So you you said you have a lot. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to say a lot of it without getting into spoilers, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, so what would your negatives be? Okay. Um, the negatives would be that I I feel like the villain was kind of beat too fast. I, I don't feel like there was much of a fight there at the end. I feel like he was kind of just taken down a little bit too quick. Um, they threw in some characters that I wish had a little bit more screen time. Although for the most part, everyone did get enough screen time. There were one or two people that I wish had a little bit extra, such as Craglin. I, I wish that he had more to do because he's, you know, he's part of the he's part of the guardians. Whether he's you want to moments. say it or not, you know, he is yeah. he is part of the guardians. And uh, he was given a gift by Yondu, and I feel like we should have 
we should have had more screen time with him. But, you know. It's hard, though, because then you would say, what would you have gotten rid of to give him more screen time? Because That's true. I wouldn't have gotten rid of anything. Because I would say that if I had to talk negatives, uh, I feel like it's a bloated film. There is so much going on to the point where even though that everybody's getting a moment or getting a reason, it feels like they're all spread extremely thin. Like throughout, uh, and you're bringing up Craglin and and uh, maybe Nowhere. Mm-hmm. I, I would also suggest that uh, Adam Warlock is almost background in a weird way. Yeah, he is. And, and there's parts where, <clears throat> excuse me, there's parts where you definitely need more of him. And, and, and there's a part where I was like, well, he's missing from this moment and he needs to be brought in or established a little heavier now. And it didn't happen. And I thought that was weird. Yeah. So in the beginning of this, in our before review, you said that there's going to, you don't know how they're going to be able to do two villains. Yeah. And I, um, f- I feel like it didn't need to happen like that. But yeah. No, but you're right. I do think that Adam Warlock is a very intriguing character and I think he should have had more to do. Yeah. And I feel, I kind of feel bad. Like, and I, and I, um, when I say that, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there, there is a lot going on. It is very, very, um, it's packed to the gills. Packed to the yeah. gills. Like, I, I don't know what the runtime was on this, but I, I didn't want it to end. But I could definitely tell that it was longer than the other movies. Yeah, I guess it was. Um, I mean, yeah, we started this early, so it's late now. So, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, let's see. The runtime on this is uh, two and a half hours exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, two and a half hours. I didn't feel it, which is good. I I really didn't feel it. But I will say that uh, this is a tough one for me to talk about. I Because in all honesty, like, I think that with Guardians 1 and 2 sitting so high for me, Mm -hmm. I feel like automatically in the opening of this movie, there is such a somber tone. Right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but it felt jarring to me for the three of these films. Like as a trilogy, it felt like a completely separate type of thing. While then it kicks into being what it normally is with like his humor, which is... You mean James Gunn? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What James Gunn is his humor and when his directing style and his music style and all that and then i kind of felt like i'm overall i think tonally it felt off to me okay i feel like as a structure goes i feel like i don't know if the whole plot the whole reason things are happening and i felt like it didn't necessarily work for me but that doesn't mean I wasn't enjoying what I was seeing or anything like that because I was enjoying it. But I, I don't think, like you brought up music and it's hard for me to talk about with music because what I liked about the first two was that the music, there was a reason for it. Mm-hmm. And it was basically his, the playlist from his mother and everything like that. And then he gets another one at the end of two for going into this one and all the projects that they show up in, which is a Zune. And it's, tons of songs from Mm -hmm. his mother and that's really cool 
Uh, or no, that wasn't from his mother. I think no, that, was that was from, from Yondu, Yondu found it. Yeah. And it's basically like his father. Yes. And so that's like a big element in the world for him and how that music really is important. And I, I really liked how he shared that music with the other characters. And he was like at one point forcing it on them, but then they started liking it. Mm-hmm. And that became a part of the group. And in this one, music's playing all the time. And I don't know if it comes out of, sometimes it just is there. Right. I think that you're what you're trying to say, and I'm hoping I'm interpreting that right, is that you kind of want it to be meaningful. Yeah, I feel like the, the songs, while I know that the meaning for what he was writing is there, and I understand mm-hmm. that, that he used that certain song for that writing, I feel like sometimes in the moments it didn't it didn't necessarily work the, the way that they were structuring it. Like, I understand what you're saying. It, I, I don't know what it is, but maybe it was too... I hate, I'm trying to find the words to use here. Like, I want to say, like, forcing being hip or something like that, you know, like, or forcing in this um, creativity mm-hmm. that sometimes when you do that, it feels too forced. I get it. Yeah. And, and it's I, not natural. Yeah. It doesn't feel natural. And yeah. I feel like that in this movie, there, I like that, uh, that the songs might mean something to a character. Mm-hmm. And, but sometimes I just like, why would this character be doing this? Or why would this character be listening to this now? Or or that kind of stuff. And right. that's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm happy that though, like, um, one other, um, I just thought of it, but what another positive is that this is Rocket's movie. And I, I really appreciate it. It's kind of like, I don't want to say it's Rocket's movie. It's Rocket's um, journey. It's like Rocket's... Um, backstory and stuff and i really i liked it i guess we went through two movies and we only only got to see just the bare minimum of rocket yeah one of my favorite things about the series too is that you learn you're slowly getting to know the characters through things Mm -hmm. not being like we need to force the entire story at you Mm -hmm. but we can subtly tell you the story and i really really enjoyed that about the first two and like you can see motivations and character and stuff like that through these moments instead of needing flashbacks. And this one is completely different than that. This mm-hmm. one is heavily involving flashbacks. Yes. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I, I mean, it, it something about this movie just felt off to me. I get it. It, it didn't feel, I, I don't know. Like a lot of the, the moments didn't feel as earned. Although, I I'm enjo- I enjoyed overall what it was. Mm-hmm. I had a fun time. The the silliness that you know I get worried about with his movies is there, mm-hmm. and it's heavy. You're saying it's not as heavy, but in this it, particular film, it, um, there was a lot of of, of zaniness. Oh, there yeah. there was so it much. was it was uh, definitely extra in this one. Um, I'm gonna say that you're right when you say that it's a little bit bloated. It is. A little bit bloated. Um, I did have fun watching it. There were times where it took me up and down and in and out, where I kind of was like, okay, well, this scene seems a little bit pushed, and this scene, you know, there could have been a little bit more to it. So it was a little bit uneven. Yeah. Um. So I understand that it was not at all near the level of quality and amazingness that was two. 
volume, volume two, um, I, I don't think anything could ever come close to, I mean, that movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And, a lot uh, of people don't like it because they think that the humor is a little too much. And, you know, I've heard those, those fights and, and I've kind of defended the movie for a really long time. And I know I can see what the problems are, but for some reason, the humor there works really, really well for me it, because like I, I think I said in the before, it was there's a reason that these characters are like they are. Mm-hmm. And that is something I really like. These are a bunch of dicks, you know, yeah. who, got, who became a family. And that makes a lot of sense. And I, I think that's why the ending of this film feels very weird to me. It feels like more of a necessity than it is organic yeah. in an ending. Yes. Like, I just feel like, oh, the the necessity to end this is coming. But does that necessarily work organically or does it flow perfectly? I don't think it does, but it, it's, still, it's still an enjoyable ride. Yeah, it was a really fun movie. It was really fun. I, I was hoping I was going to come out with a seven or above in this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a seven. I, I think I gave Guardians 2 a 9. That's how much I loved it. Oh, wow. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. So That's um, the thing about Marvel movies, right? Like, people really want to get down on them. And a lot of people were shitting on Ant-Man. And I think we enjoyed it a little more because we just had a lot of fun watching it. And it's mm-hmm. not a smart movie, but it's an entertaining, fun ride. And yeah. it's, it's dumb, but it's fun. And I think that goes for a lot of Marvel movies. And uh, I, I think that recently... Of recent, since uh, Endgame. I think all of the movies have been on a, eh, you know, like, I'm enjoying these. Mm-hmm. But I never think, even when it's in the slowest, I still think it's better. than mo- There's a lot of garbage movies out there, a lot of stupid action films and stuff like that people give credit to and they pass. Yeah. And then they want to shit on this movie because, these kind of movies, because I think that there's a, a kind of desire for a lot of people to shit on movies that, uh, they they're they're made by someone popular or a lot of people go see them right and so i think there gets to be a point where people get so desaturated you know like it's just so much of it that mm-hmm. they can only dump on it and i think that's like star wars is ha- it's happening to now everybody's getting tired of it and i think marvel movies are it's happening to too i think comic book movies in general mm-hmm. people are starting now to get on that kick like eh. It's not good anymore. Yeah, I think people and, are just starting to get over it. Yeah, and even when it's bad, I don't necessarily hate them. Like, right. even the worst of the Marvel movies, I don't think they're that bad. I think there's a lot to enjoy there. And so, like, same thing goes here. Like, it's very rare you're going to hear me say that uh, there's, like, a Marvel movies are five or a six. Like, yeah. that's a rarity. Like, yeah. uh, some of the TV show stuff, that's in that territory to me. Mm-hmm. But the movies... Man, you there's nothing you can you can if you can't go to the theater and enjoy a two hour explosion, funny, just characters, really funny characters, interesting characters, interesting things to look at. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. So I find myself always just gravitating toward giving these a better review because I really just have a great time. But I will say that this isn't this isn't what I was hoping. The the I was hoping for this new phase or whatever. I think this is the new phase now that they call it. Like 
there's each time is a phase, and I think this is the beginning of the new one. Yeah. And I was hoping that, okay, this will elevate it a little bit, but this doesn't, I don't think this is going to have a lot of effect in the future for Marvel. No, I, I really I don't, don't see it. I think so. I think know. that James Gunn just wanted to kind of give his characters a little sweet send-off. Yeah, I do um, too. I think that because now James Gunn is undertaking the DC universe, and, you know, he's kind of moving on, so... You know, and also, like we said earlier, Dave Batista doesn't want to play Drax anymore. And it's, um, I, I think it's a good send off for them. I really do. Um, I, I would, I would say that it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's a little extra. It's a lot of things going on on the screen at all times. And I think it's like you said, would you use oversaturated? I, I think that's a good term for this. But I, I did have a great time with it. You know, I'm not going to sit and pick it apart because I love these characters and I love watching them on screen. And um, I love the way they are together. Yeah. So it makes me happy. It, it actually really makes me happy. So even if this movie was a piece of crap, to me, it you wouldn't be a piece it. of crap because yeah. I would have enjoyed it anyways. Because I love the, you know, the humor and how they all are as a group together and how, you know, Drax is just the worst at making jokes and he's just so funny at it and just you know they're, they're endearing they're yeah. endearing characters uh I, I will say this if you're an animal lover this will this will get you oh it'll get you yeah, yeah for sure uh, this is this is a definite <laughs> yeah this is a propita movie like, oh this strap is in the, yeah. yeah strap in for for the the heartstrings to be tugged just the, if not cuteness you know they mm-hmm. do they do everything they hit every corner in this and uh yeah that's why i think the the villain kind of worked because i gotta get why this is like automatically when you see him and i actually think the actor's doing a good job too the, yeah, the actor's is. playing him yeah um yeah i think that's uh that's interesting although i will say this has some of the problems that people really hate with uh you know he's got an army of mindless monsters at the end yes and everybody's always like jesus i can't stand that but yes. it's like hard how else do you have a huge stakes right with you know yeah you got to go one notch above each time you know so yeah. And there's, let me tell you, there's also cameos the um, galore. He's put every single friend that he has in this yeah, film. Yeah, he they did. They all have shown up. I didn't, I didn't catch, I didn't catch Kaufman this time. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman. I did not. I, I caught a lot of other people. For Kaufman, but I did not find. I didn't see Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. He probably snuck in there somewhere. I'm sure because there was a lot of voices too. <laughs> yeah. That they could have put other people in these things, but. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So overall, uh, yeah, I think I. It's hard to do uh, like uh, positives and negatives because I think it's always so much easier to talk negatives than it is positives. Yeah. Because positives, you go, you can't go into spoilers. Right. So you kind of got to stop yourself. Well, where, while it's easier to say negatives because they're not spoilers, they could be just the overall tone. Right. And so uh, if I'm giving a final score, I'm going to, I think I'm going seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. I mean, I I enjoyed it regardless, but I didn't love it. Yeah, I wasn't madly in love with it like I was in part two, although I did have a great time with it. That's why I'm going seven because it's not it's not eight quality because like, you know, so convoluted, not I don't say convoluted, but just um over overly packed in. Yeah, you know, too right. much going bloated. on. Yeah, bloated. Yeah, it's a bloated film. It's got too much going on for its own good and I'll also say that uh, the first two movies also have a great opening that is mm. iconic. Yeah. Like two iconic openings that 
when you see them both for the first time, you had never seen anything like that before. This one, like I said, opens very, very depressingly. And I'm, it's not my favorite because I think I was really expecting another one of those cutesy, funny openings that really just get you into the film instantly. Right. This one was like, nope. <laughs> we're not doing that this time we're yeah. not doing all that cute stuff yeah it opens like like i said with emotions you know emotions that you're not prepared for because you just immediately think it's going to go into you know funny silliness and that's not what happens yeah so but yeah i say you go see it because it, it's james gunn and he does a great job and the actors do a great job um it's a great soundtrack it's a fun movie and um there's really no reason for you not to see it it's, I mean, if you're a Marvel fun. fan, you're going to go see it anyways. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like a necessity to see every Marvel movie because you just want to be a part of what's going on in the world. Uh, yeah. And, and, ah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how much I can uh, say more than that. But well, uh, we're both going with seven. Yeah. And uh, we say go see it. Go see it. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. And we'll kill anyone who gets in our way. No, not kill anyone. Kill a few people. Kill no people. Kill one guy, one stupid guy who no one loves. Now you're just making it sad.